brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. What's up, and welcome back to another episode of Two for Two, your sports podcast for the culture, about the voices of the culture with Walt Pegues and Marquise Johnson. Man, it's been a long, long time, a little bit over a month since we've been on the pod, but we're back. Uh, we're trying to, trying to get back on our routine, trying to get back on a consistent schedule. The summer hit, you know, graduation hit, and we've been on a little hiatus, but I'm excited to be back on the pot with my bro Keith today. And uh, yeah, we're just going to kind of just, you know, catch everybody up on what's been going on in our lives as well as the sports world. And um, yeah, like I said, we're trying to get back on a consistent routine. So all of our loyal listeners that have been hitting us up, asking where we have been, you know, we right here. We hear y'all. And um, I'm, I'm happy to be back on the pod. And hopefully in these next few weeks, Hey, we can get back into our flow and um again con- continue to support us and we appreciate all the support but uh keith my brother how's it how you been man and what's going on over there man it's been i'm good bro it's been a long time it's felt like forever like you said uh it's, it's kind of crazy to just see how you know how many listeners that we have that are really just might look forward to this uh it kind of give, give me gives me a little more of a push uh, and see that everybody's like, hey, I need to get pick this up. Or y'all talking about this today? Or when's this coming out? Blah, blah, blah. Uh, but, you know, it's going to be back. It feels normal. Um, I've been, you know, busy summer. Um, the job hunt, all that good stuff. Trying to soak in a little, have a little fun before all that, you know, before the real world really kicks in. But um, everything's good with me, bro. Got you, got you. Yeah, man. Shout out to all our listeners, like he said. Everybody that's been hitting us up, yo, asking where we've been. Shout out to my family. Shout out to my aunt Pat. She was like, you know, I was over at my grandma's house a few weeks ago. She was like, Hey, where y'all been at? You know what I mean? So shout out to all the all the listeners out there that, you know, loyal listeners that listen to us, people that have been hitting up my pop asking where we've been. We're here, we're back. Um, we appreciate the love, we appreciate the support. And it's not like me and Keith, we have we still, you know, we talk almost every day like we everything be going on we in a group message and we we locked into everything that's going on in the sports world but lives get busy um uh, creating a podcast we want to put out some great content for y'all so that creative process takes a little bit of time and uh um you know we've been moving around a lot traveling um getting settled in now in a new location i'm in a dmv uh, for the next year at least Uh, so uh yeah so um that's that's pretty much what's happening on my end um just finally moved in 
this week. Bed just came today. So um hoping, hoping to uh, finally, you know, be able to get settled into my new role at the University of Maryland. I started last Thursday, July 1st, and first day is on campus for this week. So that's been an exciting journey for me. And looking forward to, uh, you know, work with the student athletes there at University of Maryland. And, um, you know, hey, who knows where, where I'll be next, but uh, I'm excited for this uh, for this journey. I always knew you'd be a DMV boy before it was <laughs> over. Got him. Got him. <laughs> it's a little, a little bit different, a little bit different from Harrisonburg. No, 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 no disrespect to JMU or anything like that. But, um, hey, uh, College Park, Maryland, Silver Spring area, D.C. area, a little bit different. But, um, you know, I'm sure it's not it's, it's not as great as Richmond, probably. You know, I think you might oh, have man. something to say about that. <laughs> hey. I like DC. That is my age. I only thing is I can't get with the driving. It gives me anxiety. And uh that's why I'm gonna go out there. But I'm gonna be out in Maryland soon. Real soon. Keys and walk, link up. Two for two link up coming real soon. Coming real soon, man. But uh, you know, our lives have been crazy, as y'all can probably hear. Um, but the sports world has also been going crazy. Um, and uh, I'm excited to get into a lot today, um, you know, the Olympics news just broke today that, you know, COVID may be impacting the Olympics again a year mm-hmm. later after it was postponed. Uh, but also everything that's been going on with the uh, failed drug test of Shakira Richardson, um, the testosterone levels of a few of the uh, women from African countries. Um, so just been a lot there. Um, the whole swimsuit or a swim cap situation where the Olympics have banned the black owned company from swim caps. And uh, it's, it's just been a lot from the Olympics. It's been a lot in a college landscape with the name, image and likeness, the NIL legislation going through. So it, college, college sports have been in the forefront of a lot. And then college football playoffs, we, they announced that a span of the 12 teams, NBA playoffs, bro. It's been a lot, man. It's been a whole lot. And we've been going for a month. So, we're going to just try to catch all up on what has kind of really been, you know, sticking out to us. And that's how we're going to kick things off, man. So, Keith, bro, like I said, it's been a lot, man. But what has stood out in the past few weeks to you um, that's really been, um, you know, on your on your radar? Um, kind of like you said, the, um, the Olympics and then the NIL thing has been really, really big. Um, just to, to see how where sports is trending when it comes to the NIL, all these athletes, uh, something that we've been – talking about for years and years with college sports, you know, uh, these should these athletes be paid. Well, now look, they, they have their opportunity here. And I'm very, very curious to see uh, moving forward, just how much that expands, uh, how it goes from player to player, team to team, conference to conference and sport to sport. Um, and then the Olympics, like you said, the Shakari Richardson thing, um, that whole situation uh, is, it's unfortunate. Um, it's one of those things where I feel as though, uh, you know, she she messed up, and that's a mistake that she has to own up to, and she did. And at the same time, I think that it's one of those things where the rule can be revisited. You know, we, we talk about in the group chat, a lot of people seem to be one side or the other, but it's like there's a way that you can say that, yes, she was wrong, but yes, the rule is crazy, or yes, she was wrong, but the rules should be revisited or, or just looked at a little bit. 
uh, without having to tear down both sides of, of uh, the spectrum, I guess, in this instance. So uh, for me, that's really been it. And then, of course, the playoffs, man. I, my, my team's been out for a while. So uh, it's been, it's been a, a pleasure to watch, just be able to watch and enjoy good basketball. Um, going back to the Clipper Sun series where we, we had game one, D-Book versus Paul George going back and, back and forth, giving us some exciting basketball. You know, your boys, I'll let you get into that on your own. But, you know, seeing, seeing the Sixers not, not hold it down, um, all that kind of stuff, man, that's just been it's – been, it's, it's been a pleasure to just enjoy it. But it also sucks because, as I said, the Knicks have been out of the playoffs, and the two teams I was, I was rooting for were the Clippers and the Sixers after that. And here we are. I got to watch the Bucks and the Suns. But, hey, it's still fun to watch, nevertheless. No doubt, man. And I'll, and I'll of course, touch on uh, the NBA playoffs uh, in a little bit. So that is a bittersweet feeling, of course, because Chris Paul is my favorite player. He's in the NBA Finals. Um, so yeah, I've been waiting 16 years for Chris Paul to finally make it to the NBA Finals. So I can't complain there. But um, just to kind of revisit uh, the Olympics, I'm a huge fan of the Olympics. Um, my dad is a track coach. My mom ran track her whole life. And me and my brother been running track probably since we could walk. Um, so the Olympics is something I always look forward to every four years. And this year, of course, being a, a weird year because last year got postponed. But um, track and field is always something I really, really look forward to. And casual track fans or, you know, people that only probably watch track during the Olympics, which, no, no disrespect <laughs> or anything. I'm just, you know, I'm just pointing that out there. So it, it has been interesting to kind of see how track has been at the forefront of the sports world for probably like the first time, maybe since mm-hmm. Usain Bolt, you know, broke the world record. Um, and it's, it's always interesting to kind of see how, you know, certain people view different things. And, um, you know, this is Carrie Richardson situation is, has many layers to it, but I, but I think you said it best. Um, two things can be true. One thing, the, you know, the first thing being, of course, that, you know, she knew the rules and unfortunately, she, you know, smoked and, and failed the failed the drug tests. And then also the thing that could be true is that the rule is definitely outdated. When we look at performance enhancing drugs, marijuana does not fall underneath that umbrella um, in terms of, the you know, the pain medicine and all of the opioids that have been prescribed to athletes. Um, marijuana has been proven to be a safer alternative when it comes to, you know, possible addiction and just so many other things that that goes into uh, being addicted to certain types of pills and marijuana is a safe alternative and a lot of the studies a lot of the science um, in the last few years um, has proven that to be true but um, unfortunately it's still a rule in you know the olympics that you know athletes cannot smoke marijuana so um, she did you know violate that rule which is you know completely you know, you know, unfortunate and everyone wanted to see her run in the Olympics. Um, and from that standpoint, it's hard for me to be like, oh, the Olympics were, you know, setting her up or oh, the Olympic track committee was setting her up because in reality, I think the sport of track grows when you have a young superstar like exactly. Shakira Richardson, um, you know, 
the young lady is unbelievable, man. She, you know, what she's heard the performance that she's been putting on since she was a freshman at LSU. So what she has grown, you know, to be a professional now is, is unbelievable. Yeah. Um, so uh, for people to kind of say that the people are against her, I'm, you know, I'm struggling to, to really see that. But, you know, when I'm, when I'm talking about layers, I think another thing that really, really is problematic is kind of, um, you know, the whole situation with her biological mother. Um, you know, she passed away and Shakira Richardson um, has stated that she found this out through a journalist, um, through an interview. Yep. Um, so that, you know, that's just, you know, wild to even think about. You know, I can't even fathom hearing about, you know, a family member, member you know, let alone my mother um, passing away from someone that I don't even know. So um, I can't, you know, imagine what, you know, the state of her, her, her mind was uh, during that whole time. Um, and so from that standpoint, I think we as a we as a society and especially, you know, journalists and media, people who um, people who really have the the ear of so many people, you know, I think so many things need to be changed. And so it's just I don't know. I don't know how some, how that can happen. Um, it's just, you know, sad that. Shakira Richardson had to go through that, and um, just making sure her mental well being uh, is is okay is the is the most important thing at this time. Um, but I mean, it's it's just been a lot, and uh, I, I didn't like the fact that uh, maybe it was you know good PR, or I don't know who advised it, or maybe even mm-hmm. Shakira Richardson felt the need to go on. I think it was like the, the uh, Today Show or Good Morning America, one of those shows on national TV, and kind of. Uh, tell everyone what happened even though yeah. she didn't know that to anyone so i give her a lot of credit uh, as a 21 year old woman to put herself out there like that um to come out and you know she accepted the punishment didn't complain or anything like that um, has stayed optimistic about making a run for it in the next few years and um, so i give her a lot of credit for you know standing up for for herself and coming out and, and saying everything that happened but brain fog insomnia moodiness achy joints weight gain Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older. Or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. I just don't think she owed that to anyone. And, um, you know, it's just crazy to see how, um, like you said at the beginning, how people can take it completely, you know, one way and another, you know, crowd of people can take it a completely other way. Um, And and all of this, you know, I I think we're all human at the end of the day. That's the first thing that Shakira Richardson tweeted um, when I guess she got the news that she was going to be suspended for 30 days. She said, you know, I'm human. And at the end of the day, I think that's kind of what we all need to realize and, you know, give her grace. Um, and hey, man, that's that's kind of all I have to say about that. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad I'm glad you brought up um, 
everything you said, really, man, just the fact that in, in, a, in a society, in a time where mental health is so important, or people, you know, everybody now, you hear people like to talk about mental health, this, mental health, that, but you see something like this with the young woman, you said she's, you know, she's 21 years old, um, and you think about the Olympics, the, the, Olympic, the Olympics doesn't happen every year, you know what I'm saying? She won't have this opportunity for a few years, and you could, and then on that, on top of, uh, you know, now having to cope with the loss of her biological mother as well, to to imagine how you know the strength that that takes, uh, that's something that you know for me is extremely commendable from a, a young woman like like herself. And um, you you said it, Grace, man. That's something that us as people we have to give to others in every situation. You know, try our best to empathize as well. And that's that's how I feel about it. Um, and it's crazy, but it might work out that if the Olympics don't happen, hey, she might get another shot next. You know what I'm saying? So you, you never know how uh, you know things will work out, man. God works in mysterious ways. Um, but I'm definitely a big fan of hers. And this is one thing that I wanted to go back to that I missed uh, to, to talk about, man. Those Jamie softball, uh, that Jamie softball team, I couldn't, I felt remiss to not mention them. Um, Odyssey Alexander, who is now a you know, she's famous these days. Um, Kate Gordon, who we had class with, and all, all those, all those you know, young women who played for Jamie softball, put them on the map. Uh, the game of the game of softball really grew thanks to uh, thanks to JMU, Oklahoma, all those teams that played Florida State, um, and it was crazy to see. I was looking; they, um, I've seen it all over social media, how they completely demolished the college baseball world series when it came to ratings, viewings, all that stuff. So that's exciting to see because, you know, you talk about sports and women in sport and just how um, a lot of times you think about money-making sports, you think about men's basketball, football, you know, maybe women's basketball. You don't think about softball. But I, I, I wanted to definitely throw out there that the game of softball has been rejuvenized in a way, revitalized, and a lot of it has to do with, you know, JMU and and their performance at the uh, College World Series. So definitely had to throw that shot out in there. I, I felt I felt like it kind of came back to me randomly, but uh, that was definitely some of the more exciting sports that has happened since we've been away as well. Thanks, bro. And you know we can talk about the Olympics, which has been you know it's been all it's been you know ridiculous and crazy in a negative light. But I'm glad you brought that up, bro, because I had completely forgot that. We hadn't talked about that because we haven't, like I said, we haven't been on a pod for a while. But, bro, it was an amazing run. Um, and I became a, a huge JMU softball fan during that run. Uh, luckily, you know, during our our class this last semester, um, we were we were able to go to a few softball games, um, you know, that we worked at a few softball games. So, you know, we had saw a few games and, you know, I knew they were good, bro, but I didn't know they were that good. Right, so right. <laughs> I was I was definitely glued to my TV during the College World Series, you know, even all the regional matchups. And like you said, Odyssey Alexander put on, a, you know, an absolute show and, you know, nominated now for an SB for, I think, best uh, women's college athlete, which is, you yeah. know, big time. And uh, like you said, a superstar. All of them, you know, all of them, you know, women are, are just unbelievable and I became a huge fan. Even today, we um at my job, we were picking, you know, a few the teams that we have to be liaisons for. And I straight up said, you know, softball. I'll, I'll, you know, I'll take the softball team, man, because, bro, you know, I really enjoyed watching the, you know, the World Series. And um, it was unbelievable. It was great entertainment. 
And, you know, it was great to see, you know, the young girls in the stands that, you know, look up to these, uh, you know, these college women. And, you know, it was, you know, unbelievable to see the support down there in Oklahoma City. You know, those crowds were crazy, oh, yeah. man. Those yeah. games were packed. And I mean, I'm, a, I'm a huge softball fan now. And, you know, shout out to JMU Softball. And I'm, I'm definitely happy you brought that up, bro, because it had definitely slipped my mind that we hadn't even talked about it. But shout out to JMU Softball. Shout out to Softball, man. And, hey, man, it was definitely a lot of fun. Definitely a lot of fun to watch. You know, sticking with college, man. We got to stick with college sports. I know you brought it up. You were talking about the NIL. Uh, you were talking about the different, you know, deals that you saw throughout. Um, and I think everyone right now, we're just all kind of waiting to see what's next in terms of the NIL. We're waiting to see, you know, the growth and, you know, how can young athletes kind of um, monetize off of, you know, their likeness and how can they, you know, build their brand. And it's been some crazy deals from – NFTs um, to, you know, do signing with big time agencies um, to do signing with local bar and grills right. <laughs> um, to, to, to do is, you know, signing deals with their pets at PetSmart. Uh, so we've seen a lot, man. We, we've definitely seen a lot. Um, so I'll just, you know, ask this question to you. What's one deal that, you know, really stood out to you? And, um, and then the other question is kind of where do you see this whole NIL thing going to? Um. Well, I'll, I'll address the where do I where do I see it going. Um, to to start, I could see these deals kind of starting to, to play into uh, like into the into the individual teams. Um, I was always thinking, you know, before this, we've had we had cost of attendance for various institutions. Uh, SEC schools always had more when it came to that regard um, and all that. But I'm curious to see how these deals, like for, as you get into players on certain teams, you know, the Alabamas that have so many marketable guys, uh, Ohio State, where there's a bunch of guys that are, are ex- extremely marketable as well. Um, I, I, I wonder how these agencies, you know, local sports bars and grills, different uh social media things i see a lot of a lot of guys are um it's just it's a video game um company where they can you know you can play with the players and so i see a lot of those as well and so i'm just trying to see how um you know how all of that how all of that will will really take off in the next few years i don't i don't see i think the ncaa just knowing how the NCAA is something about it uh gives me this vibe that they're gonna at some point in time you can't backtrack on it now but i i see them doing something to kind of level the playing field you know it's one of those they don't want you know the the young guys to kind of run off with everything um but one of the deals that i saw that i was i was pretty interested in was um with derek king from miami um I, I, first of all, I, I'm gonna say that I'm a big, big fan of his for one. Uh, but I think he's making what is it? I think he got like three deals or something. I think it was. I think he signed like multiple. Yeah, he's definitely um, signed multiple deals because he's definitely he's been in the he's been in the news a lot with yeah, these deals, man. <laughs> he's got. He said he got like a five figure signing bonus from one business. He's got three other agreements uh, from three other companies, man. Like. And that, and he he signed all of his like the first day, so that was that was one of those um, 
one of those those deals where I was looking, I'm like, wow, like De'Aaron King, he's he's obviously one of the best basketball players. But imagine like when Trevor if Trevor Lawrence hadn't gotten drafted or Reggie Bush. I mean, you we we didn't even talk about Reggie Bush talking about he wants his Heisman back. Uh he needs to get it back. But you know, I think that the De'Aaron King deal that just kind of sets the sets the tone to me because now there's a lot of other elite guys that are going to come behind and what was going to happen with them. If he has three contract deals, imagine the, you know, the next national championship quarterback, if he stays another year, was he going to get four five, six? So it'll be interesting to see. And it all, I think it also be interesting with the disparity because, you know, obviously not everybody's going to get one on every team. Maybe, maybe not. Uh, so how does the first string quarterback defer from the second string uh, linebacker or office alignment and so on and so forth. So uh, I'm just going to play the wait and see game. I have no idea where this is going to go. I don't think anybody has an idea, but nevertheless, it'll be interesting. Bro, I'm definitely right with you, man. Derek King, he he definitely been making a lot of noise. And Miami, the U, they try and bring the U back, man. I saw they signed a, uh, some MMA gym signed a whole deal with their entire team. Like everybody on a team is going to be getting a little bit of money or something like that, which is, you know, crazy. And I think it's, you know, definitely exciting for the players. Um, I was, I've always been a big advocate for um, student athletes getting paid. It's long overdue. I think everyone would agree with that. Um, I know a lot of these coaches are, are upset. Um, a lot of these old people who are stuck in their ways, who, you know, just think the players are there to entertain. Um, I think a lot of them are upset as well, but uh, it's long overdue. And um, I'll be the first to tell you, I'm, I'm ready to start the Reggie Bush um, campaign to get the Heisman back, man. I'll, I'll be right on the front lines in that in that conversation. So <laughs> the, man, the man changed the whole game. bro. Exactly. Like, changed the game. Exactly, man. He was he was probably the most exciting player in football at that time. We talk about college, NFL, you know, everything. I feel like Reggie Bush was. He had the the two thousands on lock as far as you know entertainment man. Yeah, I, I was a uh, I am a diehard Bucks fan as everybody knows. And when Reggie Bush got drafted to the Saints, I had a, or I had a Saints Reggie Bush jersey. Like and I would wear it as a Bucks fan. Like I have no problem. So I already know Reggie Bush. He's a guy. I need. I, I think. I just think uh, something like that. Even without the likenesses thing, like he. I feel like it's time, you know, it's one of those, it, it, it's pointless to not let the man have it, uh, especially now. So uh, I'm I'm second in line behind you. All right. Hey, time. that's all good with me, man. We definitely, we definitely out there. And I think he'll definitely, at, at some point, um, it's going to come, come forward. And I think he'll, he'll have his Heisman back. And um, I'll, I'll just say one more thing about kind of NIL and, I got to get some love to HBCUs, you know, on this show. We love to, you know, show love to HBCUs because um, what they stand for and everything that they create, the opportunities for young black men and women um, is, is unbelievable. And uh, Deion Sanders, Jackson State, a few of his guys signed some deals. I know uh, one one guy signed with like a black uh, beard company, grooming company. Uh, which is cool. And I think a lot of guys with beards could, you know, they could definitely, you know, they have some somewhere to, you know, to get a deal. Um, and also got to shout out the legend, Master P, his son, yep. uh, Hersey, Hersey Miller, signing a two million dollar deal, man. Two million dollars. Um, and uh, and I, I just think it's really, really cool how 
we see these young guys, no matter what school you're at, um, you have an opportunity. You know, of course, everybody's not going to be Master P's son. Um, but, you know, signing a $2 million deal with a tech company um, is, you know, is that's next level right there. And I think ultimately where I really see NIL, you know, going, I can see young student athletes kind of getting a, a head start on building their brand, whether that be um, whether that be people who, you know, design clothes or whether that be people who do, you know, graphics, graphic design or um, photography. A lot of these athletes, they can start to, you know, really, really build their brand and make money at a younger age. Because before college would really restrict what you could do as a student athlete. Not many student athletes were allowed to have clothing line because they was like, oh, well, you know, that's your name. That's your, you know, and that's you. So you can't really have that. Influencers are are, are running it, are running social media now. Yep. So, you know, why not let these student athletes be influencers and, and get a little check or get some free clothes or something like that? So I think ultimately it's just kind of um, allow student athletes to be, you know, to be young entrepreneurs, which is. Uh, something that college should have always been about and should have always been able you know, to allow athletes to flourish and do. So uh, I'm just excited to see how these young athletes continue to grow. Um, and I think this is just the beginning in terms of NIL. Um, it's still a lot of stuff that needs to get worked out um, across athletic departments. But um, ultimately, I think, you know, it's, it's, it's a win-win for athletes. And, um, you know, just be just be careful about who you work with. Yep. Um, you know, it's definitely going to be some people out there trying to, you know, trying to really take advantage of young athletes. But um, ultimately, you know, I think, you know, the sky's the limit for NIL at this point, man. And, you know, athletes, hey, go get paid, man. Go get Why paid. Go ahead and look for a two for two brand ambassador. Uh, <laughs> we don't got no money for you, but <laughs> it'll be cool. Hey, man, you know, Gilbert Arenas, um, Gilbert Arenas podcast. I know he brings on a bunch of like high school kids and stuff like that, which is, you know, which is dope and up and coming people. Cause man, the youth, that's the future, man. So stay tuned, you know, stay tuned. We got to, you know, we got to work out some compliance stuff. We got to, <laughs> we got to figure it out. We got to, we got to start bringing in a little bit more, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, man, I would, I would love to, you know, down the road, you know, work with student athletes and help them, you know, build their brand and create some podcasts and all that good stuff. So Definitely, definitely excited. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. But All right, man, moving on and kind of, uh, you know, summing up uh, the last few weeks of sports. The NBA playoffs, Keith, you already talked about it, man. It's tough for me. Sixers are supposed to be there, especially after the Nets went out and the Nets were banged up. Uh, the Bucks, even Giannis is, is banged up right now. But 
I'm still in disbelief that we lost to the Hawks, but at least I got my bro Keith on here. Two for two, we both got ice trade, man. We both got we both got killed by Trey Young and the Hawks, man. And there was no way that I thought that the Hawks would beat the Sixers. Um, you know, I'm still I, I'm still in disbelief. And I still can't believe we gave up, you know, 20 point leads in two in two games. Um, but I guess I guess that's Doc Rivers for you, man. So, you know, you see you see me. I'm still, you know, supporting my guys, of course. You know, I wish we had this guy still. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, man, I, I'm just hurting, bro. But um, the NBA playoffs have been fun. I know a lot of people have been upset about the injuries, which, I mean, of course, I would love to see all the superstars healthy. But I think it's good for the, for the NBA kind of to see two teams that haven't been there in a long, long time. Um, the Suns and the Bucks. We got, you know, young stars, Devin Booker. DeAndre Ayton has been a monster in the playoffs. Giannis, two-time MVP, defensive player of the year. He's looking for his first championship. So, ultimately, I mean, I've been impressed by the performances, man. Devin Booker putting on a show. And then we got the old vet, you know, the point guy, Chris Paul. So, not many complaints. Um, but, you know, outside of the Hawks and I don't want to be uh I don't want to be hating on Ben Simmons or anything like that. <laughs> I, I don't want to be too negative because hey man, hopefully one day Ben Simmons can figure it out and I, we can have him on two two. So <laughs> I don't want to burn that bridge. But um, so I'm still saying optimistic with Ben Simmons. Um, but uh, it, it's been tough for me to to see because this was it was no better year for my Sixers than this year. Um, but um, yeah, bro. So I, I'm just gonna say, what's the what's the what's been your biggest takeaway from from this NBA playoffs so far? First, I have to talk about because they can't see you. So I wish first he has an he has an Allen Iverson shirt. But if y'all could have seen how his body language just just adjusted as the Sixers came up, man, he he went from sitting up right to he, he went back a little bit, a little a little hunched over, man. Walt is upset, and it, it does suck. We both we both got ice traded, like you said. Uh, he didn't do us how he did y'all. But but <laughs> but it happened nonetheless. And like I told you, Nick, man, if we would have did our job, y'all would be in the finals right now. You know what I'm saying? Y'all would be y'all would be there. But you can blame us. Um, my takeaway, you, you kind of hit on it. Uh, the injuries. I mean, I think that's that's everybody's kind of takeaway. But I think that, like you like you also said, it to me made it a little more interesting. We got to see a little more depth. You got to see. You know, the teams that are deeper, the teams that have – you got to see what teams can coach. Uh, I mean, what teams have good coaching staffs. Uh, what players, what superstars are going to rise to the top and who's going to fight through, you know, the nagging small injuries. In professional sports, guys are hurt all the time. Uh, the NBA, you're always banged up. A sprained ankle in the league will normally keep you out two weeks as opposed to, like, three if you're just playing – three days or something if you're a high school basketball player. Just the, uh, the caution of it all. But to see guys like – we saw in game one Giannis come back from a crazy a, an injury that looked like it could be really bad. Uh, it's funny. I was watching the game with Kayla, and, you know, Kayla, she's torn ACL a good amount of times. So she was like, nah, he's fine. But I didn't believe her. But it turned out he was fine. So Kayla's the expert. But uh, either way, man, a guy, you got to think, Giannis is 6'11", you know, 200-whatever pounds, a premier athlete. And to be able to come back and play game one, he actually played pretty decent, uh, decently well. Uh, you see the CP3 COVID thing going on. Deep book with the um, 
his nose, the, uh, the Bucks have been without DiVincenzo. So you look at the finals, man, we can talk about injuries with the Lakers, we can talk about injuries with the Clippers, but both of these teams have been banged up on their own. Uh, a lot of people don't take into account how important a guy like Dante DiVincenzo is to what the Bucks do. Uh, you know, another guard that rebounds, hits shots, plays defense, takes pressure off Giannis, Drew Holiday, Chris Middleton. Um, so for me, man, the injuries have been big, but I think the injuries for most for the most part outside of I mean, even y'all, Joel and B play with what, Tom Meniscus? Yep. You know, stuff like that. Like it, it sucks to see, it sucks to say that that's that this is how it ended it ended. But I'm not the type of guy that's gonna be like, oh, it's an asterisk on this. You know, I, th- I think that being able to overcome the injuries and make it to the finals and win the finals is something that both of these teams, whoever comes out on top, that should put us like a big star plus next to it, you know, to overcome all of that. So uh, the injuries, it sucked, but I like it. I like it a lot. I got you, man. I'm right there with you. Like, I, the injuries, that, that's kind of how it's been the entire year. Um, and I hate when people do try to devalue championships. I mean, last year, I will say that I was on the bandwagon to kind of devalue the Lakers championship just because of not having to go anywhere in a bubble. Um, you, there's no home court advantage kind of, so it's a neutral setting. But at the same time, they were dealing with, uh, you know, a worldwide pandemic. So um, that, that had to be tough and being away from family and all that stuff and routine being thrown off so i'm sure it, it was different um but as far as harder I, I don't know that the bubble championship will be harder i did hear some people say that but um this year you know i i can say this championship it may have been harder to win um just because like you said everyone was coming off of a shortened off season uh, maybe you know the suns didn't have didn't make the playoffs last year so you know they were home a little bit earlier chris paul did make the playoffs though um and like you said he's the bucks are missing one of their starters. Um, the Suns have, um, you know, been missing Chris Paul, you know, for they missed Chris Paul for a few games. Um, you know, they are healthy right now. Cam, I know Cam Payne was banged up a little bit. Um, Cam Johnson was banged up a little bit. Dario Saric gets hurt last night. So the injury bug has hit everyone. Uh, maybe it impacted the Lakers, Anthony Davis, you know, at an unfortunate time. The Nuggets, you know, missing Jamal Murray the entire season. Conley when it was out for the Jazz, but overall, I feel like the injuries have really impacted this entire league this year. And for people to say that the Suns have only got there because they're healthy right now, I mean, I just don't believe it. Um, I think the Suns have been a great team this year, um, and and I'm happy to see them in there. But um, you know, yeah, bro, Monty Williams deserves a, a lot of credit, man. Yeah, I, I, I'm Monty Williams has been fired, hired, not gotten jobs, all that. I, and the, to see the work that he's done with these guys has been amazing. So I'm I'm a big fan of the Suns. I like the the watching games when the Suns are the home team. Crazy that atmosphere is insane. Like I didn't even know they got like that out in Phoenix. Uh, and I have I have an apology that I owe to my god brother. I was gonna wait and give it to him on Twitter, but since we're talking about it now, you know, he's a diehard Suns fan, man. I, I, I will admit that I went on Twitter after their bubble experience, and he was talking about how great they were gonna be once they got C, uh, Chris Paul, all of that. And I was like, man, you crazy. Y'all still the Suns. Well, here I am, you know, he he was right. I was wrong. 
and uh, I had to give my apologies. So any other Suns fans out there, I'll let you know I did not believe y'all would be good this year. But I, I, well, I didn't believe y'all would be this good this year. Uh, and it just shows, man. Chris Paul, Monty Williams, and, and the step that D-Book has taken uh, as a player, and as also DeAndre Aiden, who Chico, and people will admit I have been really hard on him lately. And I still am. But it's still exciting to watch the Suns team, and I'm um, I'm excited watching the, the uh, finals moving forward for sure. No doubt, man. And, you know, everybody knows on this pod, Chris Paul is my guy, man. Chris Paul is my favorite NBA player probably all time, honestly, man. Chris Paul. Um, and when he signed with Phoenix, I was a little bit upset because, you know, I thought if he made this move, there was going to be no chance that he would ever win the championship. And that was just kind of my thought process. But over time, as the season went on, Going into the playoffs, I said if the Suns beat the Lakers, the Suns will make the NBA Finals. You did. My prediction was Sixers, Suns, NBA Finals. That was my prediction. <sighs> my team, of course, they didn't live it up. They didn't live up to it. They didn't live up to it. Um, but Chris Paul is there. And I mean, I just want to put out put this out there and people listening, y'all let me know what y'all think, but I don't want to hear anyone ever put Steve Nash above Chris Paul. Uh, Chris Paul is in a twilight of his career, and Chris Paul got the Suns to the finals. And Steve Nash and those, you know, powerful Suns teams, Mike D'Antoni, Amari, Sean Marion, they never got there. Um, And also, if Chris Paul wins this championship, still if, but I'm confident that he will complete it. Can we please put Chris Paul over John Stockton? Any old heads on here listening, y'all let me know. Y'all let me know. Y'all comment or y'all text me or text my pop. But if Chris Paul wins the championship, he's over John Stockton to me because John Stockton never did it. Um, and I, I know John Stockton got the assists. He got the steals and all that. But, you know, Chris Paul, if he wins this NBA Finals, man, I got it. I got to put Chris Paul in my top four point guards of all time. Even maybe Isaiah is hard for him to jump Isaiah, but. We can have a conversation. We can have a conversation for sure. <laughs> I was going to say, bro, you talking about Stockton. The, the stat bandits is not letting you get that one. The ring I get, uh, I agree with you, by the way. But, um, yeah, John Stockton with the assists, the steals, uh, that'll be hard. You know, the, the old heads, they like the stats, man. The old heads love the stats. And they're not going to let you let that down. But that's facts. <laughs> but it, it was funny. I was watching. I was watching um, Undisputed. I think that's more Shannon Sharp on it. Uh, and they was talking about, you know, all of us want Chris Paul to win so bad. It's like we crowned the Suns already. And uh, I don't want to be that guy. I'm a, Chris Paul gonna earn it. I love him. You know, you can't be a any to me if you were growing up. You know, our age playing point guard, shooting guard, combo, any of the two. You had to love CP. If you didn't, if CP wasn't your favorite point guard growing up, you know, I had to question how valid you are. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, but I, I want to see him earn it. I want to see him earn it. And I know, I know the Bucks are gonna give give him a, a tough series. He definitely game one though. He he came out thirty two. That's tough. Hey, he was locked in, bro. Like he he was locked in. I was on Facetime with my mom uh, last night. Uh, while the game was on or whatever. Even my mom was watching, bro. She was like, Chris Paul can taste the championship, man. Game <laughs> one. 
he could taste the championship, bro. And like you said, we we are crowning him too too early, you know. And I don't want to jinx him. And I know he was, you know, he ain't want to jinx himself last last series when he was they was up three one, and you know his history with being down three one. But uh, I just want you know this finals performance to kind of you know let people know, man. Chris Paul has been a winner everywhere he's been. Um, say what you want. A lot of people come at him because he's never won a big game. He's never gotten to the big game. And all the all-time greats have at least played in the finals. Um, and he's done that. Um, and now all he has to do is finish it. And I say, you know, that's all he has to do, which is you know, it's a tough feat to do. Um, because I already know, um, you were just talking about game one, Chris Paul at 32-9, and nine, uh, very, very efficient. Uh, Devin Booker had 27, Aiton had 22 and 19, um, and uh, Mikhail Bridges had 14. But uh, the Bucks, they're gonna come back. They're gonna punch back. Um, they're not going, you know, lay over. They got some tough guys. This is a very veteran ball club. Um, I know they don't have finals experience, but PJ Tucker's been in big games before. Uh, Drew Holiday, Chris Middleton, and um, you know these guys, they're not going. They're not going to quit. Um, I know they've been up and down. They've had some highs and lows this postseason. Um, Coach Bud has been, you know, getting killed in in the media, getting killed in the group message. I know we all got a lot of Bud and Holzer fans out here, but uh, you know, I, I just do think that Drew Holiday, who really, really struggled, you know, scoring the ball and even playing defense, I feel like he, you know, wasn't himself in Game One. Um, I, I already know Drew Holiday. I'm a huge fan of his. He's one of the most underrated players in the in the league one of the best guards in the league, one of the best defenders in the league. So I know he's going to come back. Um, I know the game plan will be adjusted a little bit. So um, this series isn't over yet. Uh, I'm still going to stick to my prediction, which I had Phoenix winning in six. Um, and, and that's what I, I think is going to happen. But overall, man, overall, I think it's going to be a, it's going to be a hard fall series. Yeah, it'll, the thing about Chris Paul, man, is like you say, he can taste it. He got that killer in him. You know, Chris Paul, you know, when it's fourth quarter, he gets to his spots and he's making shots. Um, hey, for him to have 32 last night after he, Chris Paul, I bet him to get three and a half, over three and a half points in the first quarter yesterday. And he did, but he finished it with 32. But regardless, he's got that killer in him to the point where it's like, he knows when we need a bucket, I'm going to get one. And the thing about it is the Bucks are going to have to stop him for him to not score, for him to not take away. It's not going to be a – you're not going to see Chris Paul after being in the league for so long, being the guy he's been for so long, wanting this ring. He's not going to be off. You know what I'm saying? He's locked in. Drew Holiday is going to have to play a lot better than, what, 10 points I think he had yesterday? Yep. Maybe 10. Yeah, like, yeah, 10. Yeah, he's going to have to play a lot better. Chris Middleton's going to have to shoot the ball at a better clip. Giannis – you know, he was hurt. That's him getting into the game. We're not, I'm not worried about Giannis. Brooke Lopez played well. But you said it, Budenholzer, man. It's, this is going to – it sucks. To think that you can make the finals and still be on the hot seat is insane. And I feel for this man, bro. Like, they they kill him on on the media – social media, the talk shows. They say he don't adjust. He don't do this and that. But – I, I think, man, you you gave your prediction, and this is this is my prediction before, and I'm gonna keep it, man. I got Bucks in six. I I think that um, the Suns. I knew the Suns would get game one. The Suns have won like every game one all all playoffs. Uh, but I think if Giannis gets going, I think Drew Holiday 
is gonna he's gonna pick it up. And I think Budenholzer is gonna make those adjustments, man. I, and I and as much as I want Chris Paul to get it, if I'm gonna say this, I want Chris Paul to win. But if I was a betting man, which I am, I got the Bucks. That's my that's my prediction. I, I just think that team is just a little bit, um, I think a little bit better. Um, I think that the Suns have done so much to prove that they they deserve to be here, and I think that's what's important. But I just can't see Giannis. I, I don't think they can really guard that man if if he's you know as he gets healthier. And I got I got the Bucks, man, in in uh, in six. It's a clash of styles. I think that's kind of what's interesting about this. Um, I think Chris Paul after the game when he was talking to uh, Malika Andrews, he was just kind of talking about how uh, you know they tell him. You know that he slows the, the pace down because he's an old head, um, and uh, typically when he when he's in a game like you said, he's I definitely think he can kind of bring the he can bring the team together. Um, I know campaign when he's in, uh, he likes to speed the pace up. Uh, when book is kind of running the one, he kind of speeds the pace up, and I think that was something when Chris Paul had first came back from um, from being out with COVID, uh, you could kind of see the you know how different the Suns play when he's not on the court. And at times I think it's, uh, you know, it's healthy for them to play like that. But overall, um, I think that when, you know, when Chris Paul is running the show, he gets them under control when they're, when they get out of control. But in this series in particular, the Bucks with Lopez and Giannis, um, Bobby Portis, you know, this is a big team. Um, and if they play a half court game, I think the Bucks may be at an advantage, but, and I think in uh, you know, in a fast, fast pace game up and down, I don't know if the Bucks can really keep up and keep the pace of the Sun. So I think it's gonna be important. We'll see Chris Paul really push the pace and take over and maybe slow the game down when he, you know, when he needs to. But I think it'll be interesting to see if the Bucks big guys can, you know, can run the floor and how many Lope- how many uh, minutes can Lopez play this series would be a big factor. Now, he only played 23 minutes in game one. He was really efficient. Uh, yeah, 17 points in 23 minutes. But the Bucks were there at their best when Giannis was at the five uh, last night. So uh, I do think uh, we'll see Bud make that adjustment to go probably go smaller. Uh, but Brent Forbes didn't give him much. Jeff Teague didn't really give him much in his minutes. So that'll be interesting to see kind of how um, how the Bucks try to match up with this smaller, quicker, um, more athletic uh, Suns team. And um, yeah, so I don't think Bud you know, really has enough, you know, they don't have enough guards to really make that adjustment. So, and that's kind of the biggest reason why, you know, why I'm going to go with the Suns. And, um, you know, if Jay Crowder, you know, he only had one point last night. If Jay Crowder can uh, get hot at some point um, and, and at least knock down a few shots, I think uh, I think we'll have a different game. Yeah, for sure. I, I, I understand that for sure. I, the Brooke Lopez take is is very important. I think it means a lot to the series. Like they like they was picking on him, you know, simple as that. They you couldn't play him because they they was going anybody on get the switch and I and Budenholzer he eventually he uh you know he he made the adjustment. They started running a little drop on the screen, um, drop help get back. But even still, Brooke, you know, he couldn't. Chris Paul, it's Chris Paul, man. You know what I'm saying? He, Chris Paul is identifying that before the game starts, and he's. Talking, talking to you while he's cooking you, and that was what Brooke was getting yesterday. 
but the thing is, the Buc- I think the Bucks need him a little bit because uh, the Suns are the Suns are figuring. All right, we'll just put Aiden on Giannis because Giannis isn't going to stretch the floor, but Brooks mm-hmm. stretches the floor. So, and even a guy like Bobby Portis as well. But you can't not have Giannis on the on the floor. You can't put three guys at six eleven and expect them to try to guard Chris Paul in the pick and roll or D Book coming off of a off of a curl screen. So it'll definitely be an adjustment. Like I said, this this will come down to Budenholzer making those adjustments and guys like Drew Holiday, guys like Giannis and Chris Middleton doing everything they can to combat the tempo that the Suns are going to bring. Because like you 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 hit it on the head with Chris Paul dictating the pace, and if you let them do that, you lost. They get swept. If they let if Chris Paul controls the, the pace of the game for the next four, you'll have four Suns wins, and that's just going to be the end. Of it. Sure. For sure, man. So, hey, man, I'll be, of course, tuned in, man. So, Suns take game one, 118-105. Game two will be played tomorrow um, back in Phoenix uh, tomorrow night, July 8th at 9. And then game three will be Sunday. So, hey, man, we'll, we'll probably record again um, next week and, you know, give y'all, give y'all the update. And, hey, hopefully – Hopefully we'll we'll have a, a series that you know is kind of back and forth, but you know if not, hey man, I, I'll be happy with Chris Paul winning, real real quick and, and getting that out the way. Yeah, it'll definitely take the pressure off of off of him. So, um, you know, definitely gonna be tuning into that NBA Finals. Um, you know, as we close things out, bro, anything uh on the agenda in the upcoming weeks that. That, that you want to give the people a little sneak preview of, of something that you're looking forward to getting into as we bring two for two back. Uh, yeah, of course, like we said at the beginning, man, we, we, we've been doing a lot, moving a lot, you know, we're young professionals, man. We're, we're trying to, we're trying to do this life thing, this adult thing, uh, make adjustments on the fly and all that. So, you know, there's a lot more to come. Um, a lot, a lot of things, a lot of exciting things to be looking forward to, and as far as the sports world, uh, the NFL will be back in about uh, two and a half, three weeks. Training camp starts soon um, for most teams. I know my boys got like 18, 17 days, I think it is. Um, so be on look, look out for that. There's a lot of big name free agents that have not been signed yet. Richard Sherman. Um, what will happen with Deshaun Watson? What will happen with Aaron Rodgers? Stuff like that in the NFL realm, college football as well. Their camps will be rolling around. And then just what we said about the Olympics um, with, with Tokyo having the COVID thing going on, will the, will the Olympics happen? Will they, you know, what, what'll be the plan? So I think as far as, as far as I can remember, those are some of the biggest things that I have going on that I, I would, if I were you all, I would be tuned into because we will be talking about them as they develop. Sure, bro. For sure, man. So, um, you, I mean, you covered the big important stuff. Um, for me, this NFL season, people, I don't, I I'm not the most confident. Um, my Steelers fans out there, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a year. Let's just put it that way. So, uh, we'll definitely definitely talk about that as as we get closer to the training camp, um, and probably make some predictions and all that. Man, I'm probably I'm looking forward more forward to fantasy football than anything. Um, and that's honestly, honestly how I'm feeling this year. I'm winning uh, this year too. I'm win- I saw we was talking about in the group chat. I'm coming different this year. Fantasy football is mine. So they can y'all listening, just don't even don't even play. 
Every everybody, everybody going, you know, put their over under for fantasy as 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 the the top dog this year. But uh, we gonna see, we gonna see that. So I'm excited, though. definitely excited for fantasy football. Um, and then Olympics. I'm real excited to see, you know, if the Olympics happens. Um, but I'm excited to see USA basketball. Pretty good team this year. Um, my boy Kevin Love on there. <laughs> Kevin Love. <laughs> Our boy Kevin Love out there on on Olympic team leading the way. Um, so I'm excited to see uh, if if the U.S. can of course bring home the gold. Uh, KD is playing this year, so I'm excited to see him back out there. Jason Tatum makes his uh, Olympic debut. I'm excited to see that. Um, and then you know what Luca gonna do, man? Slovenia gets in for the first time and forever. And I know that boy Luca's gonna be you know hooping. I think I'm not sure if Canada made it officially yet, but uh, Canada. Oh, in there. They okay, in there. yeah. So I'm, I'm I'm looking forward to see you know what Canada can do. Andrew Wiggins, um, leading the way, but R.J. Barrett. Yeah, bro, I'm I'm just I think Canada <laughs> if if Canada ever gets all their guys in, like if they get Shea in, um, and you know some of those young guys, if they can get all of them to play, Canada is going to be a serious threat. Um, but I mean I'm not completely sure. Um, looking forward to my guy, you know, Ben Simmons, what he does in the next few uh, next few months. Uh, he's he opted out of the Olympics and he's you know, working on his his personal development. So um, maybe he'll start shooting right handed. Who knows? But um, uh, yeah. But as far as my my teams, man, I'm, I'm just not excited at all for the offseason for the Sixers. Not excited for the Steelers. But, um, you know, college football is around the corner. That's about it. But um, yeah, man, I'm just excited to be back on a pod. It's been a long time coming. We uh, again, we appreciate the support. Uh, keep listening. Let us know. Hit us up. Um, engage with us on social media, whether that be uh, Twitter or Instagram, uh, whether y'all you know just want to text me or keys. Let us know what y'all want to hear. Let us know if y'all got any extra ideas or if y'all got any people, any guests that, uh, you know, that want to hop on that y'all think may be a good fit. Let us know, man. We we are, you know, for the people, you know, by the people, for the culture, by the culture. So let us know, man. Let us know. But that's about it, bro. Um, it's been fun, my brother. It's good to get back on here. And I'll talk to you soon. But until next time, two for two, we're out. Peace. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.